It's all good. We'll just have to wonder who's in the background. Who's going to kill Brad? Gals. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to use that as an intro. That'll be more. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the spoiler free version of uh, Happy Death Day. Sir, sir, what would you recommend this movie? What's your what's your initial thoughts? Um, interesting. Um, it's they know what they're going for, and I, I'm not going to ruin the the punch to it, the what you to it, but um, the 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 spoiler gimmick. of who the I mean that's I think that's totally fair to say it's Groundhog Day, but someone's getting murdered. It's a horror. Yeah, yeah I mean you got to kind of say that. I guess if we're going to talk about anything spoiler free, um, but yeah. And I, I mentioned this in the last one, but that moment that I kept quote, I guess I won't say it now since it's a spoiler for the second one, but I realized that, uh, the ridiculous moment I kept mentioning in our KGF chapter one review is actually from the second one. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I didn't know how they were going to do that and how they're going to do the, how they were going to manage a second one based off because the gimmick is, you know, Groundhog's Day. I, you're really going to trap this person twice uh, in the same gimmick. Honestly, it works. And uh, like I've alluded to, but I'll get into it when we get into the second one in the spoiler section of that, uh, it held a wide open door for a third one that I didn't even see was open. Like it took Richard to be like, yeah, did you notice this? I was like, Oh shit. What? And it just, ah, if, if they don't make a third one, I'll be super bummed. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, I thought it was, it was interesting. I mean, it's, it's a horror movie. Yes. It's a thriller movie, but it's not really that, not really that big of a, um, there's only one or two jump jump scares yeah. where they try and do it on purpose or you can kind of see it coming. Uh, and that's kind of like my big thing is I don't really like jump scares. I think they're stupid. Really plot um, centered. So if your movie yeah. is like, if your horror movie is very plot centered and like, all right, you know, like this movie where I was like, all right, we're going to lead you some red herrings to, to look. But, um, yeah, uh, if you're just movies, just jump scare stuff like that. It's just I think your horror movie is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So spoiler free. The question I should be asking is, is this a movie you could watch at night? Because you're right about the jump scares. I I would say it's much better at tension, you know, and the mystery aspect. But in, instead of like actual scares, but uh yeah, is this a movie that you would watch at night? Yeah, I could probably do that. I, I probably could. Okay. I'll pr- I could probably do the second one um, at night if I if I wanted to. I don't know if I will, but I know um, if it's similar to this one, I probably could. If you, I think it is. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but I would be very curious. Um, I mean, of course, if you do try it out, I'm very curious to see what your take would be if you watched it at night. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I know that if you start watching it, you're like, nope, fuck this. You'll just pause it and do it during the day. <laughs> so <laughs> so I have to worry about, yeah, but I mean, but I would be curious if, yeah, what, what your take would be at night. Yeah. 
I mean, I watched this one during the day today, so I mean, it's not like I said, it wasn't. There's one or two jump scares that you could kind of see coming. It wasn't. It's a scary movie. You kind of expect it, um, but yeah, I would say I probably probably could watch these at night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the only <laughs> the the only moment I'd say is true. Kind of uh, taking a page from a horror movie book is the we everyone knows it's Groundhog Day, and this is a tiny spoiler, but the first day she sees like a. There's a very creepy moment under an underpass by an underpass. And I guess I won't add any more. I chickened out in, <laughs> in terms of actually spoiling it, but that's the only time I'd really one or two moments that I can remember that I'd be like, yeah, that that's a horror movie, uh, a page from a horror movie. And that's not even an insult I'd say, but ultimately this is more, um, it's more on the groundhog side for me than the actual horror movie. James Wan is not coming in to make make a happy death day movie, you know. Yeah. If James I mean, Wan- I, yeah, I was that that's my that was my one big jump scare. I mean, but you could it it plays it out really well and it plays it out to the point where you know it's going to happen. So, I mean, as long as I mean that was that was fine for me. Yeah. Uh, it did make me, I started rewatching it just before this, just to have it fresh in my mind, got halfway through, but it made me want to do uh, a happy death day type of thing, but from the killer's perspective, and then bo- both experience the repeating day. Well, I could see two versions. I would want to, <laughs> I'd be interested in doing like a short where the killer doesn't know that it's a repeating day, and every time you just see them getting uh one up to her having to deal with the curveballs again like geez all right my backup plan Ugh, now my backup plan's not working oh my backup uh <laughs> and then just eventually it just becoming like a hunt in reverse and like what is going on i just thought of this to do this yesterday <laughs> what are they psychic uh but then uh, another one where they're reliving the same day and they see their their like victim and they're like cool act cool and the victim comes in like i've been living the same day and someone keeps coming and they're like how do i pretend like this is a surprise <laughs> and who do i tell i keep reliving the same day i keep killing the same person and then i wake up again um but yeah any any films you can think of that kind of have this vibe i know i alluded to hot fuzz but i don't believe it's actually similar enough um I mean, there's some other scary movies that are uh, that I would say are like this, like like this level of scary. Um, the one with the Jordan Peele movie, the first one, not not nope, the other one. Get Out is the yeah. same level as this. Holy shit! I would have said maybe it's just the presence of all the fun, you know, and the conceit and the mystery. But I would have said Get Out is much more horrifying and like actually. Well, I, I'll say this. When I watch Get Out, I am unsettled. When yeah. I watch Happy Death Day, I am pumped up. I'm like, woo, that was a nice, fun, yeah, yeah delightful. <laughs> you know, it's it's like the difference for me between eating a bucket of popcorn and being reminded that there's a lot of people that don't even have a bucket of popcorn to eat. I'm like, ooh, one feels real. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, but like truthfully. Uh, so, wow, that's a huge, I, I take that as a huge compliment <laughs> to the horror in this film. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's a huge compliment for this film from you or a, a huge insult yeah, I mean, for Get Out. <laughs> I mean, Get Out, the only like real jump scare for me was the beginning with the deer that was just random. Um, I don't want to spoil too much of that movie, but there wasn't too many other like real jump scares, just like thriller or just like, um, like suspenseful, but not really scary. All right, then let me ask you this. If a movie was a straight up horror film, but it did not have any jump scares, would that be a movie you'd be down to watch at night? Or would the, the like tension and horror aspects still get to you? Uh, probably it'd probably still get to me eventually. Okay. Then never mind. I was going to be like, yo, after this, we should watch, uh, uh, it follows because I don't remember that having any jump scares, but that is a that's a movie that'll stick with you. <laughs> um, fresh, that oh. could be another movie. Yeah, but it's probably a little bit more scary than this. Would you watch makes... Fresh at night? Because you've mm. seen that. That's that's unsettling. That is closer to Get Out for me than Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is just so fun, you know. Uh, ultimate, yeah, well, ultimately, I guess ultimately it's fun, and it, it gets funnier towards the end. Um, but the first like first little bit, first half of the movie, you're kind of suspenseful. It's yeah. Then, it, it then then it starts becoming the Groundhog Day gig starts becoming a thing. Yeah. They start using that. It's very much in that Groundhog. Uh, trajectory where it's like what the fuck is going on okay well i might as well just embrace it and then yeah ah shit like (laughs) now the clock's running out kind of thing i guess groundhog day might not have that but i mean ultimately groundhog day has its own kind of nightmare to to experience yeah it was nice that they threw a little at least a little twist on it. it wasn't just straight up groundhog's day yeah um yeah, and by twist he means that every day that uh, the main character dies, there's a very a a uh, progressively more insensitive tweet that's just been sent from her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so if she doesn't stop it, it's going to get real racist. And no, um, cool. I I honestly don't know how to get into it besides spoiling the one line summary which is inevitable you can't you know um so what i guess uh do you want to do budget and box office yeah we can i Uh, i I genuinely don't know how much i made in box office okay do you know how much this movie is made for though uh five million five million ish i would guess 4.8 yeah nice nice Um, but there was no real i was gonna say there's no real stars in this movie i mean the main the main person's been in a couple movies, but she's not. She was on an MTV um, comedy series, Mary and Jane. Um, yeah. these, one and one and two would probably her big things. I I would say I should have said this earlier, but I guess the most recognizable film that the filmmakers connected to is the one he did after these two, which is called Freaky, that had Vince Vaughn and the woman who will be the new daughter of Ant Man in Ant Man Three. Um, I guess Vince Vaughn was the big name at the time, but they get body swapped and (laughs) 
Vince Vaughn serial killer and t- tiny little uh I don't know if she's a cheerleader type but it, the the idea is tiny young lady who should not be a killer <laughs> they get switched so it's kind of a combination of big as in I was a tiny teenage girl and now I'm a big 50 year old man uh, and also, you're all gonna die if you hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, it looks like this this um, director also did a lot of the paranormal activities. Oh, really? Two, three, yeah, paranormal activity two. What's his name? Something Landon, Christopher Landon. Yep, Christopher Landon. Um, let's see, paranormal activity two, three, four, paranormal activity the marked ones, and paranormal activity next of kin. Considering all the reviews I've heard for those movies, because I didn't want to watch another paranormal. Like, I liked the first one, and the reviews kept getting progressively worse for the sequels, so I didn't want to watch them. Uh, Considering, what was that, four or five movies you just named? Yeah, I think it was four or five. I mean, two, three, four, yeah. One, if I was lucky enough to be the director, I would count my lucky stars because that sounds like a good gig no matter what. Uh, if you're getting to be a working director for successful movies. But after all that, I it comes as absolutely no surprise that he'd just be like, get me anywhere but a straight horror film. I need to fucking break my own mold and just spread my wings and do something. So... Good for them. All right. Uh, do you have the budget or the box office? I mean, sure. If you want to take, want to take a crack at it. All right. I mean, it, it is a horror movie. I mean, so you do got to give that a got to account that because horror movies typically don't do that well in box office. Uh, well, that's. I mean, compared to their. I mean, yeah, they're not going to make billions, but compared right. to compared to their budget, traditionally, they're they're easy wins, right? Yeah, most of the time, as long as they're okay. All right, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've heard those paranormal sequels weren't great. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I think for the sequel, I would bet twenty million because we didn't get a third one. But for it to get a sequel, uh, I'm gonna guess. I don't know. I'm gonna go higher than I would normally guess i'm gonna guess 40 million oh um triple that what yeah 25 and a half what wait what i'm so one, one, 125 million oh okay okay 20 so triple, oh, okay I, 40 sorry 80, i'm 20 that's what I was thinking. And then I thought you had said 25 and a half. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Uh, holy shit. All right. I need to spoil it right now. Uh, what's the box office for happy death day to you? Cause um, I think it was 60 million. Let me see. 64.64.6. So half. Yeah. Budgets, 9 million box office. All right. I I guess, but like, cause, cause I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if hardcore horror fans were looking for like a hardcore horror film, they get it. And then they're like, all right, well, one, I don't know how they could do this again and make it satisfying if they did like it. 
like you were saying, for Happy Death Day to you. And two, it's not really a straight-up horror film, so I could see a bunch of people being disappointed. But, like, the fact that the director had an idea for a third one, why, you've got a guaranteed $64 million in my book, you know? Because they came back. And that was in 2018. So I don't... I guess it ultimately might have turned out poorly considering if it released in 2020 all things considered but i yeah but they still could have held on to it and still did it now i mean yeah i'm shocked they wouldn't re- reboot it, it like, or do do a third one but don't use the same characters i don't say reboot but like don't use the same characters like it's get something fresh and well no the you, know, ju- you, can, you can still use the same gimmick just i guess it's hard to say without you seeing the second one but there was a plan to finish out the trilogy with the same cast. So, I mean, I just am shocked that they were they didn't want to. They they greenlit a movie for a six million dollar budget called Freaky from the same director with Vince Vaughn. Why not just I don't know offer Happy Death Day to you for a six million dollar budget? You'll still make 10 times yeah. the money or even a nine. You'd still make really good money or not. I guess not really good. Not as good as the first one, but still hell, even if you have it again, it'd be a $9 million budget for a $30 million film. They'd still be in the, in the black. If they made 18 million or not, they'd break even. I mean, I don't know. That's just, <laughs> Man. It, it. that's why I was going to, bet 20 million on the second one because if it went down that low then i could see it being like well this this just really isn't worth our time um hmm. all right i'm gonna look up one last thing and it's freaky box office uh 16.2 <laughs> wow i just remember that getting so many more headlines yeah, I mean, mainly because Vince Vaughn's in it. I mean, I'm sure that's probably the biggest thing, but other oh. than that. Oh, no, I remember. Look up the Why? release the release date. November 13th, 2020. I think they did a dual release uh, on digital and in theaters. Oh. Still, I mean, <laughs> if... Uh... Yeah. I mean, I guess they made around twenty million on that. If they had done that for Happy Death Day to you and still made the same mistake, uh, they, I don't think they would have been in the red, and we'd have a cool trilogy. Oh well, yeah, maybe someday. I mean, we're it's not we're not out of the woods yet, but all right. Uh, ratings. We, st- we we still have more birthdays to come. <laughs> the the star has said she wouldn't mind doing uh jamie lee curtis because halloween that new halloween reboot just or continuation ish reboot had just happened but hmm, i want to i want it sooner i want it now <laughs> uh all right your rating sir what do you think i will give this movie an edible hey i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that too I'm just going to go edible because uh, yeah. I uh, honestly, I poo pooed this for so long. I was such a snob in theaters. <laughs> it's like, hell, it, actually talking about it last time, I, I was reminded of uh, Patrick. No, um, 
Uh, oh, what's the guy? Filibuster. Uh, filibuster. I have no idea who you're talking about. I, I got it. Uh, Parks and Rec. And it was Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt said way back in the day he saw oh, a trailer. He's he's the one that predicted the Mandalorian open. Uh, um, well, he said the book of Boba Boba Fett one with the hand coming out of the sand. He predicted or he, he choreographed that one back in. Yeah, that was part of his filibuster on parks and rec, but he said that when he first saw a trailer for like wild things or something like that, or not basic instinct, some, some movie that I haven't seen, but it apparently it's this really good thriller with like young sexy women and like Kevin Bacon or someone as a cop. Uh, and it's one of those basic instinct type of things, but the trait and he said later, the movie was fucking fantastic. Amazing. But the trailer was so schlocky that he and his friend were just like, <laughs> we're not going to be seeing that piece of shit. And then like, two teenagers near them a couple rows up were like oh yeah we're gonna be their opening night bro and he was like oh yep i uh i don't know general audiences one and two uh this was a much better film than the trailer so i feel like i was pat nozzle just be like oh happy death day yeah that's such a good idea and then, <laughs> like truly and then me and richard bought it on digital because there was a uh, two pack for ten bucks. I was like, "Oh, I'm an asshole." <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, this, this movie actually is pretty decent. Okay, I get this. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe if I'm gonna judge the trailer, I should check the Rotten Tomatoes score or some shit <laughs> and see if I was wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say don't judge a book by its cover. That's why trailers exist <laughs> to tell us what the film is, but. Yeah, he was. Um, Pat Oswalt was also in um, Science Mystery Theater Three Thousand. Archer, uh, he's an Archer too. Shield, Shield. Bat, he Brooklyn, was in Batman. He's in a lot of things. He's in everything. Yeah, he's great. Pat Oswalt <laughs> is great, and he seems like a really solid dude. All right, uh, I guess unless you have any objections, this movie may be inedible. This movie may be a second a second edible. I was trying to try to come up with something and just bring that side it didn't work. Uh but either way, this movie is dope. Because, because movies, movies are, are dope. dope. Because movies are, are dope. dope. Because movies nope. Nope, not I had to do it a third time. Dope. 